How you doing, y'all? Welcome to Nappy and Jake. Doo-doo. On today's show, we have a very special guest. Um, oh, that goes, shit. Oh, sound effects. Nose is ready. Nose is sound effects. Um, goes by the stage name Barbara Seville. Um, and I would say she, or is it he, Both. is uh, either one, they, right? Whatever you want. Is well, it's Aaron, not they, is it? Um, I'm, I'm cool with whatever. Oh, Got you. Okay. You can do, I, I like that. Yeah. That's yeah, my yeah. preference too. I just, just call me whatever you want. Yeah. But this is Arizona's queen of drag. Woo-hoo. Yes. So, uh, thank you for coming on the show. Um, I, I was actually, first question was going to be a pronouns for the, for the team or the people. I've been doing drag for like over 20 years. And so I understand that sometimes people are like, he, she, um, so if I'm in drag, I answer to she, if I'm out of drag, I answer to he, but I answer to both either way. So it doesn't bother me. I love it. All right, let's get it started. Yo, make sure to just keep that mic close so that the audience can can hear you yeah, and, and catch you. Catch you. Oh. Was that a break? Giving, no, no, there's no breaks. No, no, he's, he's giving you tips on air instruction. No, yes. I was honestly very confused when he just did that. No, I was. I was. I very know. Well, confused. I'm just. I'm just protecting for the podcast so that like. It, because I feel like what you're going to say is great. It's gold all the time, right? Right. And you want people to hear, so that's why. All I just, content, all the time. All that's the time. right. <laughs> that's it. Um, oh, and I didn't mention, um, at the end, there's a lightning round, so um, we're going to play a sound, and there's going to be some questions for us at the end. Uh, the question of the day is, what makes a BJ great? But we're going to answer that at the end of the show, so yes. I know you're excited. So I'm supposed to suppress an erection for oh, 40 minutes? yes. <laughs> yes. Or, or let it go. I mean, oh, pow! Yeah. <laughs> That would be kind of wild. Yeah, honestly, yeah. maybe suppress that for another <laughs> two hours. <laughs> I'm a drag queen. I suppress an erection a lot. <laughs> oh, Yo, yes, that's, that's a great right. question, though. It brings up a great question about like the actual like suit and everything that you put on. Is it you? When it's it, not a suit. Well, no. When we came down here, he said that he has padding and things like that. Yeah. Is it like like Big Mama's house type of shit where they like put on <laughs> they put on a fucking like huge like human suit type of thing? Or how it is almost it? is. I'm not gonna lie, and I feel bad. I didn't know that this was a a camera podcast. I thought it was just an audio thing because I would have shown up in full regalia. But um, no, it's it's a full thing. It's body, it's nails, it's hair, it's lashes. But um, at the end of it, it's still me, and yeah, um, it's what I do. And I talk shit for a living, and I crack jokes, and I um, maintain overly uncomfortable nice. eye contact. Oh, gotcha. Okay, with big brown eyed boys. I don't. Oh. Think, I don't think it's uncomfortable. Is it sometimes? I'm uncomfortable. Oh, you're uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say I'm comfortable. That's not a Ow. good thing. Oh, <laughs> so let me ask you a question. Let's start at the beginning. How did you like get into drag? Did your mom or something like give you a dress and you were like, "Yo, this is dope as fuck"? Or like, what's good with that? I feel like you know my story. Oh shit! No, I it don't. It does start with my family. I'm the youngest oh. of nine kids. What? I'm the youngest of nine kids. Holy shit! And um. Looking back at it, I honestly think that my mom and dad just made us do things to organize the kids. Mm-hmm. But um, we always put on shows for our family. Mm. Anytime my parents had people over, they would make us sing. They would make us dance. Um, so you were like their slaves a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, like, It's like child I'm not going to use the word slave, oh, but... Um, like jokers. Enslaved person. Yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But no, I mean, no, they literally put us... Um, and so we just always did stuff... And part of our family communal experience was to watch 
uh, Saturday Night Live, mm. uh, The Carol Burnett Show, Tracy Ullman in Living Color. So my whole life, we just always put on skits. We always did the most. My earliest, my earliest memory is our family watching Jeopardy. Oh, and so there would be like eight of us or nine of us, whoever was there, and it was cutthroat. You would just have to answer those questions: go, oh, go, shit. go, go, go. And I always say that um, I ended up as a performer because when there's nine kids in the family, you have to do something to get attention. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> so you put on a dress. Um, well, I put on a dress later. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's what pays the bills. Yeah. Right. I'm not so, up in a okay. low-rent apartment in Scottsdale. So you, you do this completely full-time? <laughs> that was for you, yeah. Okay. And wait, how so long? You, wait, time out. You, you do, you do, so you only do drag just to pay the bills. You don't actually like to dress up. Well, no, I love it. I love being Barbara Seville, but it also pays my bills. Like, just like if you love to play the guitar, it's like your passion or whatever. Gotcha. If you can find a job playing a guitar, you're going to take it. Um, it's my full-time job. So it, it has nothing to do with, like, sexual orientation. One thing we were going to ask, too, is, like, so I, I guess the assumption is that you're gay? A hundred percent. Okay. So you like men. Yeah. I like you two. Like dicks. But wait, my, <laughs> my question is, I could be heterosexual and do drag, right? I've heard of it, but I don't ever see it. Oh, it's like people don't like that. <laughs> it's like, a myth. Is it bad on the street of the drag like community? Do they not fuck with you if you're if you're well, heterosexual? There are people who are straight who enjoy dressing as a woman, mm -hmm. and part of it's like sexual. I'm sorry, gender identity oh, or yeah. sexual identity. But getting on stage as a woman. That's a very specific, narrow. I don't know. Window. I've been thinking about it since of you. Like, I think that like it would be fun. But okay, so I went to. I said, wait for what? it. Slow down. No, no, Go no, back. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I went to a drag show uh, a while back, and I thought it was pretty impressive. First of all, the makeup is insane. Yeah, you guys are insane with this shit. I'm like. I don't know. It's very impressive what you could do. I don't know if I'm that skilled at makeup to be. I actually I have no skills in makeup, but if I did, I feel like I would want to do I drag. Don't, no, because I don't I, think that's how it works. I think you could always get skilled at makeup if you wanted to. Um, it's actually 100 percent correct. Oh, um, yeah. You have to have so, some sort of a gift, whether it's uh, whether it's dance, whether it's humor, whether it's um, just talking to people. That's where it has to start, and then um, gotcha. the makeup comes along. The okay. the costumes come along. The hairs. Um, the hairs. You can pay someone to do hair. You can ha pay someone to make costumes. That's true. But you have to have a gift, and you have to be able to make people want to listen to you. You two idiots are listening to me. I know. <laughs> I know. So, so I guess I don't. Maybe I just don't understand what really a, a drag queen does. So, like, what is your day to day job? You're like, all right, you know, what? I'm gonna throw on this super suit. I'm gonna be looking like a woman. I'm gonna look like a chick, and then I'm gonna go on stage, and I'm just gonna like entertain people. You've never been to a drag show, right? No, I haven't. Oh, have so you never? No. He... I feel like I've seen it. Like I've, I've seen. Okay, you know, um, like you've seen it on TV or you've seen no, it in no, no, person. No, 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 no. In person, I went to, a, well, maybe it's not the same thing, a burlesque show. Okay. They might have, I think there was one drag queen in it, but there was other Probably. people that were just dressed up as sure. like women that were women, though, too. Right. So it was kind of both. So I've kind of seen it, but I really like, no, I haven't had the experience Jay has had. Yeah. Where I, he I, went to a, a drag bar. I walked in. I walked in on it. I didn't know what it was, and I just ended up strolling in, and I was like, oh, wow, this is fun. Well, here's the deal. Drag has been a part of American culture forever. How old are you guys? 29. 28. Oh, so I'm older than you. Yes. Okay. Clearly. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, if you think about it, drag has been around forever. As a kid, you probably saw Jim Carrey in drag on A Living Color. You saw Bugs Bunny dress up 
Um, so he was straight. I didn't know Bugs Bunny dressed up as a. You never seen Bugs Bunny in drag? Oh, I have. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where you wears a blonde wig, right? Yeah. Oh, and he puts maybe on lipstick right. and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so drag has been around forever, and um, it's just sort of ingrained in our culture. Um, Robin Williams, uh, mm. Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, Mr. Yeah. So it's it's there forever, but. Um, the other weird thing about drag is that drag, it just brings something out in you and it lets you become sort of like, I love the way you, you referenced it twice. You said like your super suit or your suit yeah. because it does in a lot of ways, it makes you become something that you wouldn't normally do without that wig or without yeah. that makeup. But um, at the end of the day, it's still me and it's still what I do. Yeah. Do you change your voice or is it the same voice? Um, I have kind of a, Weird I wanna, voice. I want to hear. I want to hear the, the. Typically, I start high. Go, hi everybody. How are you? You know, and that's oh, like, yeah. I, it goes high and Ooh. um, but um, <laughs> but after like the first thirty seconds of that, I just move down to my lower register and yeah. my um, and I talk in a certain way and I use more pronunciation and I um use some, you know, like foolishness oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, it's just. It's still me at the end of the day. Yeah. So, and, and that's what I'm saying. So, Jay made a question before about like when was the first, or I guess I was talking to you about when was the first time you kind of like put on the dress and like went on stage? Like, what moment in your life were you like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this shit for a living. Well, those are two separate questions. Oh, sorry. Um, the first time I ever did drag, I was going to a youth group. I grew up here in Phoenix. Oh, shit. And um, there was an ad on the back. You know the New Times? Remember the New Times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was an ad on the back of the New Times. It was like to meet other gay youth and to mm. like learn how to be, a, um, I don't know, like to be a successful, happy gay person. Was it a biblical youth group? or No, it oh, was just oh, a, no. it was, um, somebody worked at the New Times and they ad the, they ran this free ad. Okay. And so you would go to this youth group and you would meet other gay kids and you would meet, um, this was before like Glisten or uh, gay states. Uh, Glisten is like gay lesbian um, student. I don't know what it is. Something. But it's this thing that helps you, that teachers will help you and like um, protect you and learn how to, gay lesbian student alliance. Okay. Like um, so it's before all of that. And so you would just be like this gay kid growing up in Tempe and not knowing how to be a gay kid because there was no, there was no cultural influence. There was no roadmap on how to be, um, I don't know how to grow up and find your, your path. Yeah. yeah. There's not really a lot of like, gay role models i guess exactly. in arizona Ooh. especially i'm like i i don't know i guess but again this is like looking but um this is in the 1990s Ooh. so there was just there was no will and grace there was no yeah. love yes. victor yeah um so there was this gay and lesbian youth group and we would meet there every wednesday in this little church and um it had almost no funding and after i'd been going to that youth group for about four or five months they said, hey, we have to start paying rent at this church. How are we going to pay the bills? And someone said, let's do a let's do a fundraiser. And so they invited us to figure out a way. And so I did money. drag for the first time. And um, it turns out I was really good at it. What was, your, <laughs> what, was your, what was your drag name back in the day? I didn't even have a drag name. I was watching Saturday Night Live all the time. 
And I tried to do um, this old, old, old sketch from the 90s called the Sweeney Sisters. And um, it was just live. And so we sang and we like told jokes and we were just stupid and did the most. But I didn't even have a drag name. So I'm confused. How is I feel like the church is far from like supporting the gays. Well, maybe maybe I've got it twisted, but it seems weird that you'd be doing all this stuff at a church. Well, I mean, just like anything, people create their own churches or they create their own safe spaces. So this was a church that was sort of affirming and it was, I don't think it was a gay church, but I think it was a church that um, they didn't adhere to all of the traditional type. Yeah, Yeah. the stigmatizing and the do this or go to hell. It was more a way of celebrating and um, sort of staying in touch with God or staying in touch with Jesus or a higher power. And wait, were you, that's what I'm saying. Were you very like religious, like going through this or you just were down because you were like, yo, I'm gay. I need some friends. I just needed to meet some other gay Mm. people. Yeah. It was really a, uh, it's going to make me cry actually. Um, it was hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's fucking um, hella hard to, (laughs) you're gonna make me cry. I'm sorry. Um, to like find your path and, um, like to not feel alone. Yeah. So, so when, when did you, um, make the realization you were gay? Always, since I was a little boy, it never, I never ever had any interest in getting married to a woman or um, like I just knew, I was like, oh, I'm different. And what did, about your family? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Well, they were all straight. That's the same. So everybody <laughs> else was straight. No, no, but like, were they very open and um, supportive when, when you, when did you come out to them? Well, I'm the youngest of nine. Yeah. And um, there was a brother of mine who was gay. And he came out when I was still really, really, really young. And I don't know if he joined the military or if they sent him to the military, but he joined the military when I was really young. I hardly remember him at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he came out when he was in the military. And my other brothers and sisters and some of my aunts and uncles made fun of him. And again, you're going to make me cry. Um, he just disappeared from our lives because of that. And so... Um, when I came out to my family, they were like, oh, shit, we can't let that happen again. Mm-hmm. And so they they really pulled me in in a way that they didn't for my other brother. And at what age was that when you when you ended up? Um, I was 19. Okay. Wait, have you have you seen this other brother since? Uh, no. Oh, he damn. died like. Um, oh, oh shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. Like, um, but um, like his death and his uh, his his journey. It. Um, it emboldened me and it, yeah. it's very circle of life bullshit, but it made my family be like, fuck, we can't let this happen to him. Yeah. In a weird way, it's like, it's almost like his life like kind of happened in that 100%. reason for you. Yeah. So he like paved the path for hundred percent, you know, so you got to at least hang your hat on that. Mm-hmm. For sure. And so you came out in 19, was the youth group before, before you ended up coming out to your parents? No, I was in the youth group when I was like 15, 16. Okay. So you were already going to a gay youth yeah. group without your parents or your family right. knowing. And I had a boyfriend and my okay. mom and dad liked him and they're like, Oh, I like your special friend partly. And like, uh, is he going <laughs> to stay the night again? And like, Oh, oh yeah. no. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so was, like, shit, yeah, was, was shit going down at that age uh, with your boyfriend? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you've got hormones and you've got, I mean, I had a great body at 17. Look at me now. I'm almost 50 and I have a great body. Oh, Um, shit. So see me back then, (laughs) make you two look like idiots. Yeah. (laughs) But no, yeah, of course I was doing the most. um, Yeah. I mean, you were too, probably. I don't don't know. I I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Oh, I've actually decided, (laughs) I've decided that my new thing is going to be, um, I'm not going to have sex with somebody unless I'm dating them. 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not prepared for that commitment. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't know if that I bathroom am locks. By the way, yeah. you and not, you and me. <laughs> oh, he's about to. He's about I mean, to unless we're dating, that. unless we're dating, I can't. That's my gotcha. new thing. Like, I don't want. I'm like the girl now. I'm. Like, Are you free Tuesday? Yeah, yeah. We'll see. I mean, <laughs> if you want to go on a date, maybe we'll find out. That I don't really be, know. Yeah, that would be a fun date. Could I just like watch? You can watch in the corner Jay, and Jay cry. Likes to, yeah, Jay yeah. likes to watch. I just like to watch in the corners. You yeah, know? It's very creepy. That's that's yes. what I do. I'm turned on. People say people say it's creepy. I say it's entertaining. Ah, you know? <laughs> come on, content creator. <laughs> so tell us about your experience. Maybe I guess sleeping with straight dudes. Like, is that very like often? Dudes. Wow, that was a giant. Is that jump. even a? Is, is, is that, that a, a jump? I wait, mean, okay. You so just told about fucking me in the bathroom. In the right last now. podcast, <laughs> in the last podcast, this man said that you could be straight and then have sex with a guy. I think you can. You can. Yeah. So is it a one-time thing, or can you continuously have sex with the guy and still be straight? Well, you're going to get a crush eventually. Okay. Or yeah. STI. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I've. Um, I don't like to experiment with people because, you know, I'm almost 40. I can't keep going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, no, I've definitely messed around with people who are curious. And there was a time when I was doing drag that, that there were guys that um, sounded like I farted, but um, it was just my foot hitting the. No, the, no the, worries. No the, one's um, going um, to care. But um, also, I farted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, there was a, a time when I first started dressing up in drag and there would be people who were like, Ooh, who's this? Da, da, da. Yeah. And I get that sometimes it's like, it's exciting to look at. And I've learned later that sometimes that's, that's even like some people's gateway into finding their sexuality. You know what I mean? Wait, that, being drag or interested in drag both. women? Oh, okay. Both, both. Like I would say I've, I, I remember one guy in particular who had a huge crush on me in drag. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, well, I don't have sex in drag. Mm. And he's like, well, I just like your energy. And I said, oh, yeah. and then like, eventually he came out as a gay man. Mm. And like, oh. at first he just had so, he had had so much heteronormativity programmed into him that he couldn't like a handsome man. Yeah. Gotcha. He needed to like a man in a wig. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then eventually he processed it and he was like, Oh no, I just like guys. Yeah. Mm. And like at first he may be turned off by your beard or your tattoos, Gotcha. but he liked me cause I don't have a beard. And, um, you were like, it's like a good in between mm -hmm. a gateway. I mean? Yeah. It's a gateway. Right. <laughs> you're like a, a hybrid a gateway. <laughs> He's called him a marijuana. A gateway. I like it. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought you said that. I, I didn't know. No, no, no. no I didn't, but I'm oh. registering it now. Okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. So are there trans women that do drag? There are. Okay. Um, cause that's the deal. A lot of, there are, there's so much, and even me as experienced well, as I am, I don't understand everything, but there are trans women, there are straight men, there are gay men, there are gay women. Um, but there are trans women who enjoy the art of drag mm. and, um, their inner being understands that they're a, a woman and, but they also enjoy the, the art of drag mm -hmm. and the, the, the over the top, um, fabulosity, which isn't a word, but I yeah, use no, it. yeah, it sounds very drag queen. I fabulosity, like, like you, you up. can't be a drag queen and have like super like short, thin hair, a wig. You have to have like big hair, no? Oh, oh. or you know, I'm making you're discriminating against short yeah. hair drag queens. <laughs> drag queen. um, typically, drag is exploiting some sort of stereotype or upending some sort of stereotype 
or satirizing some sort of a stereotype. So you can do it with straight hair, but usually you'll have some sort of personality that would upend it. Okay. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like um, like you celebrate something about it. Mm -hmm. So on that point too, just like getting up there, going on stage, do you ever feel like uncomfortable? Like, man, like I'm dressed like a woman right now. No, I don't at all. I mean, first of all, because I've been doing it for so long. That's true. Mm -hmm. And second of all, um, RuPaul always says drag doesn't change who you are. It exposes who you are. Gotcha. So sometimes drag gives you permission to be more you. Yes. Yes. And so for me- so you feel more comfortable is what you're pretty much saying. In some ways, yeah. Like you can say whatever the fuck you want yes. without feeling like there's repercussions for that. Well, there are repercussions. You have to be okay. careful with your okay. words. Okay. <laughs> um, but it it gives – hold on. Let me back to – I know RuPaul said that um, it gives you permission to – I'm sorry, it reveals who you are. But um, going back to what I said about being a, a little gay boy and not seeing any other gay people in the world, it made me sort of feel alone – what drag does is it makes other people more comfortable who they are yes. and and they see you just being yourself and they see you mm. just in, enjoying what's going on. And whether you realize it or you have a conscious moment of it, when you leave, you're able to be more yourself. That's so funny. You bring that up because literally when I went to that drag show, the next podcast I came on, I, I literally talk about that. I say, it was it was the coolest feeling because I felt like everybody in there was just okay and open, and I never had been in a in a situation exactly. that that open um, with the crowd and everything. And that's that's something that I really did gain from going to the drag show. And I literally came on the next day and talked about it. Yeah. Like as a comedian, I, I, and I consider myself all of those things. I'm an actor first. Like I took um, I took drama. Um, I have theatrical training. Um, but I took all of that and I moved it into drag. But at the end of the day, I am an actor and I'm a comedian and I'm a person. And so all those other things, I'm a better actor. I'm a better comedian. I'm a better person because drag gave me the permission to um, explore things that you as a straight 24-year-old man have been told yeah. not to do mm -hmm. or that you as a, um, as a Latino or as a black person, you're told not to do these things. And so me, I'm just blurring these lines. Yes. Um, and I'm just like, oh, I'm going to be whatever I want. Exactly. And um, very often, like I see women who they have nothing to gain by watching me, but they they get the permission to be more themselves and to celebrate their femininity or to celebrate their sluttiness mm -hmm. or their their masculinity. Um, so I mean, drag is such a powerful thing because of that. Explain the sluttiness thing. <laughs> more to that <laughs> yeah you, we're, we're, uh, grab we're, your lotion oh. and, uh, <laughs> uh, but no like like even on stage i do a lot of different things a lot of things that i do are are sort of traditional old school and sort of what you would consider corny gotcha. but then um, my next number will be more hypersexual um and it's not slutty and it's not dirty but it's just more um sexual based and then my third number could be um, a Madonna impersonation mm. or a Lady Gaga impersonation. Um, so again, drag, it just lets you like paint with all the colors of the wind. So essentially you're just like a drag queen is essentially just like a show performer, right? You, it's almost like, yes, you literally just dress up and then you can just kind of do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. 
It's all of that. That, that. No, that's what I was literally asking him. I said, yo, can you be a heterosexual and just fucking go on stage and do that? That sounds fun as fuck. That's just, and you can. Unrealistic, though. You can, but, but for some reason, it doesn't work with straight okay. men. Because they're, they're, they're usually so caught up in so much heteronormativity and so much, um, what do people think? I'm definitely not like that. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, there was a there's a straight person on one of the most recent uh, seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, really? Um, her name is Maddie Morphosis. Okay. Okay. And um, he's a straight guy from Little Rock, Arkansas. He's not a good drag queen. Oh no. shit! He's straight. And exactly, he's straight. You okay. can't be. Can't he's be not the good. worst person on that season by any means. No. But I'm like, oh, I don't want to see that. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Because That's boring. There's still I this see guys sucking dick. <laughs> well, no, I don't think. Oh. I, no, I don't think that they're sucking dick on stage, bro. Not Wait. for free. That's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, is that the is that the paid event? <laughs> That's the <laughs> private how event. How That's do we, the how champagne do we get to room. That one? Gotcha. <laughs> but do you, uh, do girls ever um, flirt with you? on stage or anything like of that? Of course they do. And there's, there's, it's very common for um, lesbians to get a crush on drag queens. That's what I was wondering. Because they're picking up the uh, the sexual energy um, or they're, they're, they're reacting to that hyper femininity. Yes. And it's not real. That's why it's called hyper. Yeah. You know, um, it's not genuine, but they love the idea that you are the, like this Marilyn Monroe, like, ooh, blah, 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 blah. Yes. Um, because, yeah, 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 yeah. well, like if you unpack all of this, Marilyn Monroe wasn't an authentic person. And so what she was doing is she was packaging herself to be this overly feminine thing that would make men fall in love with mm -hmm. her. And but how many women do you know that are like Marilyn Monroe? Yeah. That I are just all I want it. Oh, you yeah. know one? I know I said I haven't met one. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um so like in drag we do that and we capture it and it makes people go. And it makes yes. um, well, it makes um, straight women go, and it makes gay men go, and it makes straight I'm sorry, gay women. You know, it, it, there's so many things it's, to it. It's kind of interesting though, is because I feel like every day people in general live in drag in some sort of way. They're not being themselves, and they Correct. have this um, fake persona of whatever they're perceiving to the, or showing the world. Right? How old and, are you again? Twenty eight, but. Um, I feel like you, it's weird because I feel like actually doing drag, you're saying you're almost able to be yourself more a hundred. So it's more. crazy how it's like almost the opposite when in reality, everyday life we're living, we have this mask on to the people. So you should a hundred percent watch RuPaul's drag race or read RuPaul's book because RuPaul talks about that. And RuPaul says that, um, like even what you have on right now, this isn't what you were born in. Yeah. You weren't born no. into these tattoos. You weren't born into this. Um, you weren't born with this. But you decided that for you to present yourself to the world, that you needed a nose ring and that you love wearing a goatee and that you love... like. So this is your way of presenting yourself to the world. This is my drag queen. And in yes. a lot of ways, it's your drag. Yes. and I um, feel like one. Every day. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? No, like, no, but I, this I is your way. That. And you, you're very calculated in the way that you look. 100%. Um, and That's and really so drag point. does that as well as drag goes, hey, well, I'm going to look like Madonna tonight. Yeah. Or I'm going to look like a rich white woman. Or I'm going to look like um, a ghetto um, person from here. Or I'm going to look like um, this. There's so mm -hmm. many ways that you can present yourself and that you can um, present an energy and that you can uh, present a look or an idea. Um, 
but yeah, that's what he says is that like every day that you get up, even if you wear a business suit, yeah. you're when you wear that suit, you're telling the world, I'm a serious person. Mm-hmm. I demand your respect. Yeah. yeah. So uh, let's go back to your youth a little bit. Um, just cause it was a sensitive topic. I kind of want to go back there. So you like to watch me cry. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I was, he's really that. into crying shit. I, I don't know. Yeah. We had like a little viral moment about me, uh, like enjoying when uh, a woman cries during sex, during sex. Oh, well, so I don't know if you ever experienced that. Have you ever fucked somebody and like there was crying involved? <laughs> um, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. No. Just checking. Um, and if, if I do make someone cry, I apologize. I go, hey, I'll be gentle. Oh, 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 oh. Ladies, don't look at me like are that. You, for you, are you, Yeah, don't look at me are like you, that. Like, as a gay man, do you, um, are, do you like to, like, are you verse or is there one or the other? Again, yeah. that's binary bullshit that makes oh, you so have that's to be bullshit. one or the other. So, um, but there are people who um, are strictly, like, submissive or that are strictly dominant. I am somebody who's like, oh yeah, like you, I definitely would like to do this with you. But you, I, oh yeah, I would try that with you. Oh, so you like, know what I mean? Some guys, you're like, yo, it's okay. I want to put it in your ass, and then yeah, other absolutely. guys, you're like, okay, you can put it in my ass. Uh, well, yeah, I mean that's harder for me because it's not. Mm. Oh, you don't like that. Um, I don't love it, but I mean, I'm not gonna say no. Mm. <laughs> is, that, is that bathroom lock or not? You got that lotion? Wait, time out. <laughs> Yo, he's not saying no Wait, to you, bro. Oh, it's for me to do it. Bang you in but, the butt? I mean, um, no, but I mean, oh. seriously, like um, there are things that like, there's people that just bring out, like, again, when you remove yourself from the binary construct, yeah, 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 yeah. you're just like, oh yeah, I'll try that. Yeah. I was, um, I'll... world exclusive. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, I was just um, out of town not too long ago and I met this guy and he was just fucking adorable. I thought he was just like, like almost pretty as a girl mm-hmm. and um, which isn't really my type, but I was like, oh yeah, what's up? And he was like, hey, I want to talk to you. And I was like, yeah. And so I talked to him and um, I ended up hooking up with him and he like totally flipped the script on me. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, like he put it in your ass. Well, he wanted to. Oh. And I literally, I was like, oh, so is that your thing? Like you, because again, that oh, binary. Oh, he's showing, he's he's showing, showing them. Like, oh, but then yeah. when it got to the bedroom, yes. he said, I'm Dom. Yes. Oh, fuck. And I told him, I was like, oh, is that your thing? Like you love to like, because again, I'm six foot tall. I'm almost 200 pounds. I'm kind of masculine out of drag. Um, I was like, oh, that's your thing. It's like, you love to like, like turn someone like me into a bottom. He's like, no, I just want to. And I was like. And so we had a good time. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> oh, 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 cool, 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 cool. So but it surprised me. Yeah. I had one thing when I brought him into the room, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but um, this is the number one ass eating podcast in the world. Oh, I eat ass. Okay. <laughs> is that, is that normal? And that's normal, right? In the, the gay community, would you say? Is it normal in the not gay community? I think it is. Well, not really. Yo, we get sometimes a lot of people saying that not to I, eat. Well, I, well, I, I, see, I would say it's not popular for uh, guys to get their ass eat in in the. Too bad for them. I know they're missing out on a lot. That's what. 100%. That's what we're here to talk about. Yeah. Well, we well I, okay. So one thing we talked about last week was like how just like the further you go along in life, the more you start to enjoy more things. Absolutely. Right? And if not, you're wasting your time here. Exactly. You only have so but many minutes. He says that you could get to a point where like. You fuck so many girls that it gets so boring that you end up like wanting maybe fuck like a guy. 
I didn't say it got so boring. I just think that you just get to a point where you get so sexually open that you're down for whatever. I would agree with that. Thank okay. You. Okay. I would agree with would that. Would you ever fuck a, a, a girl, do you think? Um, I have picked up really strong sexual energy from a few girls mm. and a few lesbians where I was like, yeah, I could probably try this. Um, but I don't want to say I'm afraid of vagina because that sounds terrible. But um, like, I love their sexual energy, but like, I don't know if I could ever. Like, yeah, trust yeah. me, it's not that good. Estomp. It looks weird. It smells weird. You don't want to go down there. I don't think so. I'm very. I'm pro vagina. He's he's anti vagina. Well, we should all be pro vagina because that's where life begins. Exactly. That's true. I did come out of that thing. I'm a C-section baby. So have you ever heard? Have you ever heard of a gold star gay? No. No. A gold star gay is someone who's never had sex with a woman. Oh, oh, gold star. Cause uh-huh. you only and you've never kids. even came out of a vagina. So, so I'm you- a platinum gay. Oh, oh shit. So I we never even the- touched one on the way out. Oh, mega gay. But that sounds like <laughs> I'm anti vagina and I'm not, I'm just saying I've never, No, I'm not anti vagina either. I just, you know, I have to experience it. Yeah. Cause I'm straight. Right. That's what you're telling yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Are you looking to like, Get in a new relationship at this moment. Are you asking me out? No, no. no. Yeah, yeah oh, what's okay. happening? I'm just deep diving no, into no, yeah, somebody's I, life. I want to understand that too because you said you're almost. I think you said you're almost fifty. Right? Almost fifty. Yeah. So, like, tell us about. I guess your major relationships in your yeah. life. Like, is is that something you're wanting to get into with somebody? Like, or you're you're just kind of chilling, just it. fucking dudes right now. Well, I'm not even doing that anymore. Oh. I'm so fucking over that too. Yeah. Um, same. But, <laughs> 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 um, like. Life is full of choices. Mm-hmm. And I feel like some of the choices that I've made to be successful as Barbara Seville, it may have limited some of my options romantically. Mm. Yep. And I'm okay with that because there are people who aren't turned on by this. Like, I can't imagine that Mariah Carey has an easy time finding a man. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine. Well, she's on drugs, I think. Well, there's also that. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes um, that makes it easier. Well, it could be. Yeah. It could be. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm open to Percocet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I but, took one I mean, like two days ago. It's just that, like a lot of people will just always have a hard time co-signing what you're a part of. Yeah. Or being Barbara's boyfriend or being Nappy's boyfriend or Nappy's girlfriend. You know what I mean? 100%. Like, like people, um, like it, it just brings along a certain amount of baggage or judgment. Again, it goes back to binary bullshit. Yeah. Where, and that's why you have to just like let people do what they want to do and be who they want to be. Um, so romantically, no, I'm okay being single. Um, I'm not super successful. Like I don't have a lot of money. Um, I don't have a great place to live. I mean, I have a gorgeous apartment, mm-hmm. but, um, um, but if I were to die tomorrow, it's not like I'm going to leave a hundred thousand dollars for, yeah, for, for, for whatever. Somebody. Um, but I do what I want to do. Um, I haven't punched a time clock in like 20 years. Yeah. Um, it gives me the opportunity to travel the country. Um, it gives me the opportunity to do things like we haven't gotten into all of that, but over these last couple of weeks and these last couple of months, I've been in people magazine, the New York times, Fox news, CNNBC, NBC, morning Joe, um, and I wouldn't have had any of that mm-hmm. if I wasn't doing drag. Mm-hmm. You know Wait, what I mean? Why were you on those shows? Like specifically, was there a specific moment or, or well, the whole Carrie Lake thing? I don't know if you follow it, but um, I've been friends with a, a local newscaster named Carrie Lake. 
and she became the front runner for the Republican nomination to become the governor of mm-hmm. Arizona. And she kind of moved from the middle to extreme right. Yep. And she took some hardline right positions, which are her right to do. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't judge anybody for that. But she posted a, um, a tweet that said during gay pride month. Um, oh. oh, wow. Yeah. It was just, it was, it was just such bad a, timing. It was just bad timing. And then it was also just bad optics because what did the tweet say exactly? Uh, the tweet said um, they took down the flag and put down put up the rainbow flag. They took God out of our schools and brought drag queens, and um, that's yeah. insane. It's what's, insane. First of yes. all, what, what schools? School? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have and even if they did, it's like it's a show. First of all, it's not like but, but no one's doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think God. Yeah, they're just saying that got removed. That's a very right tweet it's, yes. all, it's on purpose you know exactly. what i mean it's literally it was, it it's was, to appeal to a certain audience yes. specifically and it's not probably even what she fucking thinks well and that's the problem is that um so she had co-signed this piece of legislation and she's not even a legislator she endorsed this piece of legislation which was protect kids from drag oh my gosh um but what she either forgot or thought that I would forget is that she had been my friend for 20 years. Mm. I've appeared on the news with her. She's come to my shows. She's been to my house. And here's where things went bad for her is she hired me to perform at a baby shower in drag mm-hmm. where she had kids. Oh yes. shit. So I shared Got them. <laughs> and before I exposed her, I called her. She didn't answer before I call before I exposed her. I texted her. She didn't answer. Um, then I went on Facebook to message her because I still thought it was a misunderstanding. Yeah, I was like, "Oh no, we're gonna figure this yeah, out." Yeah, and she's yeah. gonna and she's either gonna apologize to me or she's gonna say, "You know what? I used to feel that way, mm-hmm. but I've seen the light." And if she told me that, I would have probably kept my mouth shut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she blocked me on Facebook. Damn. And that's how you knew it. That was over. Don't block. you not a no drag queen. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't do that. But what she forgot is that she had sent me a message, and I'll share it with you, is um, she was like, here, follow me on my private page. Um, what? Yeah. So I shared, I shared about 50% of what I had um, on some tweets and Facebook, and I was like, and I just told the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing happened for about 24 hours. Nothing happened for 36 hours. Around that 37th hour, it caught, and it became an international news story Um, because she's one of Donald Trump's heir apparents. She's um, literally the future of Trumpism. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. And she was sort of coasting along up to it. And as soon as I shared my story, people looked into her past and it turned out that um, she's a lifetime member of the NRA, but oh. she bought that lifetime membership nine months ago. Right. right. <laughs> um, she donated to Donald Trump, but before that, she donated to Barack Obama. She donated to Hillary Clinton. Yeah. She donated to Bill Clinton. Um, she is for the wall, but she's on the air saying, give amnesty to undocumented. Damn. So she just had this giant makeover. Yeah. But it turns out that me, this fucking drag queen in Phoenix, Arizona, exposed her in a way that no one else has been able yeah. to. Talking about drag, she's wearing drag all every day of her life, 
I mean, think about well, it. She's just flip-flopping all day, every day. I shared photos of her dressed up as Elvis Presley. Yeah. In drag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's literally drag. Yeah, yeah. Um, I shared five pictures of her with me in drag. And then the New York Times went through her Instagram and found other pictures. Oh, God. Oh, shit. The Washington so Times dumb. went through her Twitter and found tweets of her with me saying, I learned everything about makeup from Barbara Seville. Oh, oh my gosh. And so if you if you look it up, everything I'm saying is true. It's yeah, all yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it exposed this weakness in her. So she went from being um, the front runner for the Republican nomination to now being tied with someone else, which is not that big of a deal, mm -hmm. except two people dropped out. So oh, technically, oh, she should have expanded her lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But she's lost her lead. Mm, so now yeah. she's tied with someone. So now I'm getting phone calls from the Associated Press, from the Daily, uh, the Daily Beast, from the Huffington Post saying, what did you do to her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He exposed the shit out of her. It's yeah. become a national and international news story. Damn. So, well, let me ask you this. Do you, so you, she was your friend, mm -hmm. you said. Okay. And like, how did you meet her? Like, when was the origination of your friendship? Like, do you know her that well that you really were hanging around her that much? Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. I absolutely, I mean, I know her better than I know you and I've spent yeah. an hour with yeah. you. Um, um, I met her about 20 years ago. Um, her news station was about a mile from the, the bar that I did my shows in. And, um, it was very common for people to drop into that place yeah. because it was located in a certain place. Um, I'm, and it, it was centrally located. It was easy to get to. And it also just had like a reputation. Like, mm -hmm. oh, go, go experience this. It's part yeah. of Phoenix. And um, so lots of people would be there, whether they were gay, straight, yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and you would watch a drag show and you would enjoy a drag show. Yeah. And um, she came there a couple of times and I saw her and finally was like, hey, are you Carrie Lake? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, and she's like, Barbara, I love you. And But I was like, Girl, Carrie, I'm a fan of yours. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah. yeah. And so then the next time she came, she's like, oh, we should get together sometime. And so we exchanged phone numbers. And then all of a sudden I got a phone call from her saying, hey, can you be on the news tonight? We, we're talking about, and it was something that was like sort of centered around the gay community. Yeah. And then another time, um, you guys are too young for this, but like in the early 2000s, they were doing this thing where they would tie to try, I'm sorry, they would try to tie um, the movie of the week mm -hmm. into that night's broadcast. So they would be like tonight on Fox 10 fight club with Brad Pitt. And at 10 o'clock meet a real life fight club person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where's the fight club? Um, I don't know. Oh, well, well, I the first rule. Yeah. You can't talk. Don't about talk it. about fight club. So there was one episode. I'm sorry. There was one day where they were doing two Wong Fu. Yeah. And they're like, tonight at nine, two Wong Fu. And tonight at 10, meet a real life female impersonator. Yeah. And so, um, <laughs> and that's is that what they call it? Yeah. That's literally how they did it. Female, female impersonator. Uh -huh. I always say, like, in the 90s, we were called female impersonators. Mm. In the 80s, they were drag queens. But in 2000, we call them gender illusion technician. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like so that. they invited me on to be Arizona's drag queen. Yeah. Yeah. And from that point on, she and I became friendly. We became friends. She came to my shows regularly. Um, she hired me to come perform at a bridal shower. Um, she invited me on the news many times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I have so many news credits through her. Mm -hmm. um, 
So this is obviously this is somebody you knew. You know what Very I mean? Yeah. It's not like, and that would be weird for like, why did she think that she was gonna put that shit out there, and that you wouldn't see it? Maybe I guess, maybe, or maybe she thought that she, you weren't gonna do you shit. Say about anything it. about it? Probably that's well, more like And it. my friends got mad at me about a year ago when she first kind of went to the right, the hard yeah. right, and they were like, "How are you still friends with mm-hmm. her?" And I was like, "Well, that's not how she's been to me. Yeah, she's yeah, always yeah, yeah. been nice to well, me." I have a question about that because I feel like a lot of people like to homogenize the LGBTQ community as all either either left, very Correct. left, right? Correct. I feel like that's not right. Would you say that in the community there is a a, a variety of people with political views? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, we're not a monolith. We're yes. not. I mean, like Latinos aren't only one yes, thing. Exactly. African Americans aren't. Women aren't. Yeah. And so the same is true with LGBTQ people. I don't always understand people who take hard line right positions mm-hmm. when they're part of the LGBT community, yeah. but I don't fight with them about mm-hmm. it. And I didn't even want to pick a fight with Carrie. Mm-hmm. I only, I didn't even pick this fight. Yeah. All I did was hit back. Yeah. Um, but when she, um, another tweet of hers compared um, drag queens with pedophiles. Oh my God. And with this, groomers. It just doesn't make sense. And it she, doesn't. And so that's why I called her out. I was like, yeah. girl, you know, I'm not a pedophile. Yeah. You had me in front of your kids. Yeah. And so of course she threatened legal action and literally 100 lawyers were like, I'll represent you. I'll do it. Yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah, I'm your yeah. lawyer. Because yeah. everyone's like, this is an unwinnable case. You can't sue Barbara. I'll be your lawyer. Uh huh. You could oh, probably yeah, right. get me through it. He's a lawyer. Are you a lawyer? Yeah, yeah. yeah, actually. How you doing? How are those benefits? They're good. good. <laughs> <laughs> Try to get my teeth fixed. <laughs> so as part of this story, so what do you see the conclusion of all this kind of going to right now? Are you just saying like, okay, I'm just going to ride this wave and just be like this like drag queen, uh, I don't need a symbol, I guess, for the community? No, or like, it's not even that. Or you're not even trying to do that. You're just no. trying to like, you were just trying to hit back and let it be what it is. Yeah, and then it exploded, it seems like. Um, Again, you guys are younger than me, so you don't remember um, in 2000, George Bush, the second, he started this war on marriage. And I, he, I do, yeah. I how old are you? That. 28, but I, I remember that time because there was a huge thing with the Dixie Chicks, I believe. Well, that's out. a different, but it's around the same yeah, time, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Um, but what happened is that he made every Republican politician come out against gay marriage. So if you wanted to become an official Republican nominated politician, you had to say no against gay marriage. Mm-hmm, gotcha. And it made me feel like a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And when this happened, I said, that's not how she feels. But even if that is how she feels, I'm going to speak up and I'm going to make sure that there is not another gay kid feeling bad about himself and that you're trying to gain points by hating on gay people. Yeah, I think that's what that stance is on the right. Like you said, I, I, it doesn't even seem believable. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And you it can't, doesn't. I mean, that, that check won't cash the way it did yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah, it's a different time now. But it's easier for them to talk about this and to demonize people than it is to talk about kids getting slaughtered in classrooms or to talk 100%. about um, gun control mm-hmm. or to talk about January 6th or talk about yeah, what Donald Trump did to un- upend an election. Mm-hmm. Um, or the catastrophe of COVID. Mm-hmm. So I just told myself, I said, you fucking speak up and you be, you be 
<laughs> like the hero that you needed mm-hmm. as a as a little boy. Yeah. Um. So that's why I spoke up, and that's why I refused to shut up, even though they like threatened me with legal action. And I just said no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's fucking bullshit. It is bullshit. Yeah. And you guys like you can hear it just from. The way I'm telling you that you yeah. know that it's that it's not true. No, I, that's what I'm saying. We just know people. You know what I mean? I just know people. There, if you're blaming, so, uh, we okay, we would do a whole thing, and we had like a whole like segment on just like personal responsibility. How like your life is your responsibility. It's no one else's fault for the things that are mm-hmm. happening to you. And a lot of I think that policy or the right side, I really do feel like a lot of the times is blaming somebody mm-hmm. for something for yeah. you to feel scapegoating. better. Mm-hmm. Scapegoating, right? Scapegoating. So and that's what I'm saying. What, what's the point of talking about? Dra- how many? Like, what do you think? the percentage of drag queens are in America? Oh, I don't know. Maybe 0.9%. Ex- exactly. And, and is that like, really affecting our entire society that much? But it's easier to talk about this. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Than financial Right. But I feel like that's the policies. media in general nowadays, like or politicians in general nowadays. They they don't they don't talk about what's really happening on the streets. They talk mm-hmm. about these grandiose Mm-hmm. bullshit ideas sure. that that really aren't affecting anybody and right. they're just they're just spewing it in our faces because that's I mean, what they call it red meat throwing yeah. red meat yeah 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 i mean and i hate when people um attack the media because i mean you're part of the media like you are oh media. no yes yes yeah. i'm saying we're uh, media when yeah, we yeah, do yeah. this no i i would say i i'm i'm pro independent media sources for the most part um rather than a big huge conglomerates i would sure. say because sure. I feel like I'd rather get it closer to the source than anything else, you know? I like uh, media that, that goes and talks to people one-on-one and finds out from their face what happened rather than hearing it from 10 different people and then sure. spewing different it to sources, the people. Yeah. Well, and the great thing about this happening the way it has now is it has given me the opportunity to talk to so many sources. Mm-hmm. And not all of them have been friendly to me. Oh, yeah. But... Almost uniformly, they have went, oh, yeah. Yeah. This was this a misfire on her yeah. part because you did nothing wrong. Yeah. And you are a good person. Yeah. And you are, you're someone's uncle. You're someone's nephew. Like, you're probably someone's teacher. Yeah. And so when all of this happened, um, I mean, I'm trying to ride it through and I'm trying to manage it. I'm not trying to um, monetize it necessarily. Yeah. But um, I do realize it's a unique opportunity to be in two weeks, no one's going to be talking about this. Um, And so to be like a good spokesperson for the gay community or the drag community, I'm going to do it and I'm going to be that person. And I'm going to make you realize he's a nice guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's just a regular person. That's what I'm saying. Were they trying to like demonize like drags? Just mm-hmm. well, I mean, if, if they're saying she, he, their drags are pedophiles mm-hmm. and that they shouldn't be in like so, schools. And well, things. let me. I was gonna say, do are they saying that it's like drag queens like influence the kids to do drag and that in itself is negative? That's what. Yeah, I mean, that's that. That's the big thing is like they don't want they don't want um, Disney movies to show two women falling in love. Or two gay gotcha. boys, or two boys of all love, and the fact is, our entire life, gay people, everyone, we've been overstimulated and saturated with so much um, heteronormativity. Mm-hmm. And I didn't turn out straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and the, I said this on Fox News, and the the host literally went, "Damn!" Um, <laughs> he literally said, "Damn." <laughs> I said, you guys are so worried about this. I said, but why weren't you worried about Tiana kissing a frog? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's bestiality. Yeah, some bullshit right there. If your kids can understand that kissing a frog turns them into a prince, yeah, they're gonna understand. You can understand that a boy dresses up as a girl sometimes. Yeah. Or if you can understand that um, Bruce Wayne is really Batman, or if you can understand that Diana Prince is actually Wonder Woman, mm -hmm. you can understand that Richard dresses yeah. up as a woman. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of just want people to experience kind of everything because you're going to see it anyways. Exactly. Like you said, back in ancient history, it's not like there wasn't gay people. Right. Well, it's not like you just sprung up out of nowhere. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with just like, like, as a little boy pretending to be Wonder Woman one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I grew up like predominantly with my sister, and I feel like I dressed in like a lot of dresses a lot. Oh, I'm sure all, you all had time. to have. Yeah, like my sister had this. this Otherwise, is, you would be you would be thrown out of the play group. I, I will say that like my oldest brother and like probably parts of my family thought I was gay when I was growing up, but that was because I was hanging out with like my best friend at the time when I was like five years old was a gay kid. Um, and then they, they thought I was gay. They, my parents were very supportive about it. They just wanted, um, me to know that they were supportive. Mm -hmm. So they tried they told to, you. Yeah. Well, my brother always says it still today. He's like, we always thought you were going to be gay. Oh, my, my older brother calls me gay too. I think it's like an older brother thing. Oh, okay. They love just calling their younger brothers gay. If, well, yeah. Well, well, they called me faggot and that includes my family. Um, <laughs> But um, I always tell people, because people ask me, they're like, how do you be an ally? How do you fucking look out for a, um, a, your nephew? He's clearly gay. Or you think, he, here's, how, here's how you can like support someone and help them grow up in a healthy environment. Is you, as the older relative or the uncle, you just gradually say things like, oh, I was with Richard yesterday and his boyfriend, Brian. Yeah. And so now he immediately knows that you understand there are other gay people yes. and that you can deal with gay or you go um or when you watch will and grace mm -hmm. you don't make fun of will yeah or jack and you just watch it yeah that's, and you like those subtle things that creates a normativity yes. and a um a safe i mean i hate the word safe space but um <laughs> it just lets it it, it lets your niece or your nephew know yeah. that, oh yeah, there's gay people in the world and I don't make fun of them. Yeah. Right. You, you just make it normal. You yeah. know what I mean? You just make it normal by just like letting it, it be normal. Mm -hmm. You're just like, okay, yeah, that dude's fucking that dude right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Well, is no, that, that's, that's that kind of like, that is what <laughs> I, I would say that, well, my mom's best friend was a lesbian. So like I had seen it since I was a little, little kid too. And I felt like that was definitely helpful in my life. I have a question. So you mentioned the word faggot and your family well, called you I don't you think that. you, you, what is you don't like the word faggot? I don't think anybody probably likes that word. It's a, it's a trigger word for a lot. It doesn't bother me, but yeah, it bothers a lot of people. So that's what I'm saying is, and this is a question I was going to bring up, like how much, and, and, and I think me and Jay have a certain stance on this, but how much do words matter like that? Um, because one thing I was thinking about is like the word faggot back when we were growing up, right? Like, like you said, people would just call All you that, time, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Even like us, like, like you said, for just doing yes. something like my eyebrows, mm -hmm. people would be like, yo, you're, you're a fag for that. You know what people I mean? People would just say it like, instead of like, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like it, it was just like that's like it instead was of like dude common. like that's I went to all boys school so like it was thrown around almost every single fucking day yeah so but like what is your I guess stance on words like that like I, you just said you don't get triggered by it right but like to me and Jay and I and maybe I speak for myself instead of him but just more like you know words for me are always going to be about intent behind mm -hmm. the words right like you could call me whatever the fuck you want to call me I don't give a fuck like you literally just 
say you're a bitch. But if you're like my homie and you're saying that's me, I'm like, I don't care. You know right. what I mean? But like, what is your stance, I guess, on words being like, you just can't say them like faggot or fag. Um, I don't use that word a lot. No, no. Yeah. I, th um, I think it's very, I harsh. don't use it in casual conversation. I used it like to trigger an emotion when I said that or to cite a specific experience in my case. Yeah. And, and the only reason that I'm more cautious with it is that I used it on a friend of mine about mm -hmm. four or five years ago. And he told, oh, it's gonna, again, it's gonna make me cry. He told me how hurtful that word mm -hmm. was to him and how it took mm -hmm. him back to being a kid. And so I said, oh shit, I'll never call you that again. Yeah. In fact, I won't even say that yeah. because I didn't know that that word has lost all meaning to me because yeah. I've taken the meaning from it. Yeah. Right. But he hasn't. Yeah. And so I don't know who else I'm hurting when I use that word. So I'm not going to use it. Yeah. Um, I don't call women bitches. Yeah. I call um I call gay men that are my friend bitches. Yeah. Um, but I don't use bitch as a derogatory word. Um I don't insult women. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't use the N-word. I don't um oh, yeah. I mean, there's just things I, I just don't use them. And um I'm very lucky because I'm educated mm -hmm. and yes. I'm um nuanced and bitchy yeah. so yeah. i have lots of other <laughs> words that i can use instead right. i don't need to call you a faggot yeah. to insult you or to no. tease and, you and i think that i think what he, he's trying to get across is that there's in this world a lot of ignorant people uh -huh. right and and ignorance is not necessarily uh purposeful right in, in most but cases. it's a reality for a yes. lot of people and, and well, for all of us we're all ignorant to something yes exactly you had to ask me those questions because you're ignorant to my experience correct yes and and what he's trying to say is that somebody who's ignorant but always in in their heart coming from a good place that might say something that is to a lot of people offensive like what you did with your friend just now yeah where you call them in good spirit not and now you know better yes exactly. exactly so so i guess that what we we do is we try to read intent from a person and if their intention is good we're not going to i guess get on them or um just get super upset about what they're saying just by what they're saying but really understand why they're saying it well what i see from both of you and i don't know if this is unique to this particular podcast like meaning this episode of your podcast but it's probably indicative of who you are as people is you probably started doing this because you're curious mm -hmm. and you want to have conversations yes. with people and there are so few people who are curious that's a good point they know what they know and they want to stick with what they know um i was brought up by people who are learners and they yes. constantly hungered for more education mm -hmm. and they instilled that in me. And it's awesome that they did that to me, did that for me because I'm just always hungry for more knowledge and more information, but it's paid off for me as an entertainer because my, my curiosity will constantly feed a new audience yeah. and yes. it will, um, it will inform my experience as an entertainer. But if you make a mistake through curiosity, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. And you shouldn't get canceled for it. Yeah. As long as you go, shit, that's not what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. I yes. see that. And you can't just wipe it off and go, oh, don't be so serious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. not what I meant. You need to go, girl, I didn't know that's what that meant. Yeah. 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 Or, hey, that's not what I meant when I said that. Um, and there are, so, there's just so much. 
there's so much hatred and there's so much um, racism and misogyny built into our culture. Mm -hmm. And that's not that our culture is bad. It's not that being a white person is bad. There are just so many biases built in the way that we live Mm -hmm. that um, when someone points out to you that that's not the way to say something, you don't have to be embarrassed. Just go, oh, my bad. Yeah. And do better next time. change it, yeah. Um, One of my friends just posted something on Facebook and I said, I don't think that's what you meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Facebook's the place for uh-huh. that. Yeah. And she said, what do you mean? And I said, well, we don't, I don't think, like that word means this. And she goes, shit, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And you could hear her like Fred Flintstone yeah. trying to fix it. And I was like, well, girl, you didn't know any better. Uh, so I was going to say like, what is, what is the future of your career now? Well, you I'm, know, like uh, you had the radio show, mm-hmm. you've done Miss Gay Arizona. Mm-hmm. Well, where, I'm going back going? to Miss Gay America because oh, that's America, always sorry. been the thing that I've wanted to oh. do. Um, and so I just qualified for that. So I'm going to be doing that in January. Um, I'm obviously trying to elevate and amplify the the voice of drag entertainers mm-hmm. and destigmatize it um, and not be the boogeyman yeah. that, oh, we're trying to turn your children. You know, yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah, to be yeah. like the voice of reason through this. Um, I wasn't trying to bring Carrie Lake down, but I'm trying now. Yeah. <laughs> um, originally, it was just, uh, hey, you fucked up. Just just apologize and I'll move on. But she doubled down and she further attacked us and then personally attacked me by name. Um, so now I'm I'm actively involved in that. Yeah. Because if we stop Carrie Lake, and I don't want you guys' political views are, and I don't want your listeners' views are, but- I think most people could agree that what's going on in national politics isn't normal and it's Mm -hmm. not good. No, it's not. Um, And I think that Carrie is a, um, a side effect Mm -hmm. or a symptom rather of what's going on. And I feel like if we can stop Carrie, well, I know if we stop Carrie, it will be a national international story Mm -hmm. because we will be the first state to just like, no, stop that. Nip it in the bud. Yeah. And say, no, it's fine to be a Republican but you can't be that kind of a Republican yeah. and it's fine to be a Democrat, but you can't be that kind of a Democrat. Mm-hmm. And um, there is some centrist territory that needs to be explored um, because, and I've said this a couple of times, but remember this, um, if Kerry becomes governor and if some, somehow Donald Trump works his way into the nomination, I think Kerry Lake will be his vice president. Oh, damn. We're going to the top. Um, and yeah. she's insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Think yeah. about it for a second. Yeah. She's beautiful. She looks good on TV. Arizona is a must win state. It if is. you want to become the president, you have to win Arizona. Yeah, that's true. And so if he gets his way, that's his way in. I mean, let's hope that he doesn't get there. But, well, yeah. but again, even if that's what you want, that's okay. But I don't think Carrie's the person that we want up there with him. Yeah. So I'm committed to bringing him down or bringing her down and hopefully him as well. Um, I, I want to go back to this and I don't know about the swimsuit thing. And I, ah, I, I, I look was, through my pictures. I've got tons of pictures. Okay, I look great in a swimsuit. I do have a question though. If you're wearing um, anything that's like down here, mm-hmm. do you have to like use something to cover your uh, dick and balls? Well, here's the deal. Um, I wear my regular underwear and then I wear like a, girl girdle and then i wear pads and so to smooth out those pads i wear like three or four pairs of tights oh so it smooths a lot out okay um but does it feel this ever, is gonna this is gonna yeah one of you 
this isn't going to work for you, but you have to have a big enough dick to pull it back. Oh no, I, I have, I, I have a too Wait, small, yeah. too small. Yeah. It has to be big enough to pull back. So you would want, you would, you would need pull to back where you have to away from the front. Tuck it in. You got to tuck it back. Not in. I don't yeah. go in, but yeah, you tuck it. So it goes near your, does like, it feel uncomfortable? Um, well, the sad thing is I've been doing it so long that it doesn't feel uncomfortable. But in the beginning, um, but yeah, it's weird, but yeah. Yeah. But just okay, I have a question. So all drag queens have to have big dicks basically? No, that's oh. just I was just trying to I was trying to emasculate you too. <laughs> no, I mean we I talk about um on air how small my dick is. And that's so, fine. Yeah. Because you're probably a good kisser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he learned to eat pussy. That's yeah. what I talk about, yes. And eat I, ass. I don't know there what I go. do, to be honest. Yeah. I'm oh. kind of You don't have to do a lot because you're handsome. Yeah, that's right. Go. Everyone the girls or boys will do all the work for you. Yeah. I see, but that's usually No, not he my doesn't style. like that. I don't like that. Me and Jay, we do all the work. Yes. Oh. So yeah, I'm I just, just like, why we're average. Well, <laughs> I'm just gonna get fucked in this scenario. No, I didn't say that. That's crazy. No, I, no, I meant like they'll they will, yeah, they'll they'll um, do whatever you want for yourself. I I don't really know about that. We'll this see. is the second or third instance that you've brought up about you being penetrated. Um, I'm willing to it, explore it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you have a garage. Wait, what, <laughs> what does a garage have to do with uh, male penetration? Because oh, there's a door out there that says rape room. Wait, oh, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put it up. <laughs> That's he's, my he, first he, rape joke ever. He's in exposing. Years. He's exposing you right after Carrie Lake. I'm on it. On. Yeah, Literally. yeah. As, I'm in it. Wait, what am I going to get exposed as? as oh, have, oh, having a rape room. Yes. He's installing it. As though. an appreciative bottom. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh me oh, or you? No, he's saying you're an appreciative bottom. I'm a power bottom. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I can help you with that. Oh, I you can, can only do so much. That's right. How can you be a power bottom? It means that you just need it. You just... <laughs> <laughs> They're out there. Really? Google it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. tell us, like, um, any. Uh, w w w I would say any weird stories of you, like, being in drag and fucking a dude. Well, it wasn't weird, but it happened. <laughs> yeah. So, like, they, they, like, do you think they were imagining fucking a woman? No, I think they thought that. Again, I said this before. Like, sometimes drag or transgender people can sort of be someone's gateway into. Mm, yeah. Well, I'm not ready for that. Let me mm. try it this. Gotcha. And, um, that's why again it goes it goes back to that binary thing that I keep talking about because people just think that it has to be one thing or another. Yeah. But that's why it's dangerous when people fetishize um, people and you have to just see someone for who they are and not who you want them to be or who you need them to be. Yeah. Fuck. That's so Steve is hard to think about. I well, I always joke that I have big dick energy in drag or out of drag. Like I like uh, like. So I'm always intrigued. And is when, it because of your dick size? Well, it doesn't hurt. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, I, I just am sort of a, like, I'm a, I'm a take charge kind of person yeah, and yeah, I can't yeah. help it. I occupy a lot of, I occupy a lot of space literally and figuratively, but, um, but I'm always surprised whenever I meet someone who's into me that way. Cause I was like, why would you? Look at me and drag because you yeah. can tell that I'm kind of a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then expect me to be like, oh, like prissy, like, uh -huh, like oh, put total, you in your pocket, uh, submissive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. So let me ask you a question: What advice would you give your younger self now that you're 50 and almost you know, 49? Yeah. Almost 49. So like you can't right. give him the title. <laughs> can't move me there yet. Yeah. I said almost. Yeah. Right. No, you said 50. Oh, sorry. Anyways, now you're almost 49 or whatever. <laughs> 
uh, I obviously you had that experience growing up where you felt like you didn't have a lot of people, you didn't have that outlet. So if you had a moment to kind of speak to those people in, in your community, what would you tell that kid now that you have lived your life? I do have that opportunity and I say it all the time. And that's again, why I'm using this platform and this opportunity. Um, I'm going to go back. This goes back to drag and it goes back to the Miss Gay America thing. Um, I wanted to win this Miss Gay America thing when I was like 23 mm-hmm. and I didn't. And I didn't win Miss Arizona till I was 27. And even when I won Miss Arizona, I was like, oh, that's the best that could ever happen to me. Yeah. And so then I stopped competing, um, but I still like sort of followed the Miss Gay America thing. And I always like would go to watch it and I would invite the winner to perform here. And then about um, seven years ago, the winner of that year's Miss America was here and I had her in my show and she was like, Barbara, you're really good. Yeah. And she saw this one number that I did and she said, that that's a winning talent. You could probably win Miss Gay America with that talent. And I said, whatever, fuck you. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's your job. You have to encourage people and like hype people up. And she goes, no, I'm telling you that's the truth. And so I took her advice and then I did a pageant like six weeks later and I won that pageant Mm. and I won it. I won every category out of six categories. And, um, when it was over, I was so ashamed of myself for waiting for her to tell me. Got you. Like there I am for 40 years, just doing what I love, doing it really well. But I waited for one person Mm -hmm. to say, girl, you could win. Mm-hmm. And so from that point on, I've told everybody that I come into, con- I mean, I don't tell everyone because not everyone's great. Yeah. Um, and um, this isn't meant for everyone. But when I see someone good, I tell them, don't wait for someone to tell you. Don't wait for someone's permission. Mm-hmm. To, to be So great. like, yeah, to be great because you have whatever, whatever you're supposed to be, you're already it for the most part. So you just have to find and discard the bad things, you know, you have to unpeel whatever it is to get you there. Um, but don't wait for someone else's permission. Like I hate that I'm this late in my life to find the ultimate thing. And I know I'm going to, so I'm not worried about it. Um, but it will serve other people a purpose and it'll um, empower other people. So to answer your question, um, I would just, just don't fucking wait for someone else's permission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And whether that's to eat ass yeah. or whether it's to become <laughs> a dancer, to become a lawyer, to become a bartender, to become a singer, a comedian, a drag queen. If it's in your heart, fucking do it and fuck what everybody else tells you. Don't wait for someone to walk up to you and go, hi, I'm an expert. You should do this because chances are it'll never happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or just really late. Like you said, super fucking late. Yeah. Or it'll happen so late that now you don't have the energy Yeah, or your knees hurt or like your skin's not perfect. Fortunately, I'm in great shape. Yeah. Um, but um, like you're, it's too late for you. Yeah, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, too, I'm too far gone at this point. That's why I have to, Do you know stick, what I mean? Though? I have to stick to being a lawyer, you know? But, I mean, and, and that'll probably work out eventually. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't think that's what you're meant to be. It is. It's okay. But it's true. Like, don't fucking wait for someone's permission. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll just be sitting on the sidelines forever. Yeah. But thank you for having me. How fun is this? This is amazing. We got to go to the lightning round, though. I'm sorry I'm not in drag. No, no, no. It's okay. Don't worry. I'm ready for lightning round. Ten more minutes. Is that okay? Ten? My lift is here. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm just kidding. (laughs) See how I dominated the room again? (laughs) Big dick energy. We're going to lightning round. It's playing with the sound. Okay, 
All right. Lightning oh, round. Uh, we forgot to mention to tell you. Um, so we're going to ask this one question. We're all going to – you will answer it first, and me and Jay will give our points. Um, the second question, though, and we should have told you this beforehand, is you're supposed to have a question for me and Jay. Okay. It could be anything, though. Okay. Literally anything. Okay. Um, doesn't matter. So anyways, think of that question. Gotcha. I'm going to ask you this one first, and we'll get to yours right after that. So two questions. Uh, first question, uh, and this is the question of the day. What makes a hold on before you answer mm. before you ask? Does everyone get this, or is this just for today? What Everybody does that mean? get this like this every podcast question? gets this question. Yes. yes. Okay. Oh no 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 no! That's uh, a different question. Every podcast, okay. but it's the same form. This was a question that was set, submitted into um, this week. Yeah. This Someone by said, a listener. Yeah. Yes. You have listeners. Yeah. Yes. Again, yeah. big dick energy. Yeah. Yeah. Lot, yeah big dick energy. Big <laughs> no, dick listeners. But no, our only <laughs> listeners are my mom and then his mom also. Uh, yeah. Hi moms. Yeah. yeah that's tell it. them they say yeah they yeah. like us. That's the only two listeners we have. <laughs> All right. So to answer the question for our moms. What makes a BJ blowjob great? And that's from Tina. Mom, I told you to stop asking this. <laughs> I think if you're giving the blowjob, what uh -huh. makes it great? You got to just let yourself go. You got to get into it. And you got to look at the shape of the dick and you have to move yourself around it. Oh. And so hmm. sometimes a blowjob from here isn't going to work. Sometimes you have to take it from here or you have to go from this way. And you have to like look at the dick and look at how this works. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Are you talking about your throat? Uh-huh. Okay, so you're saying you have to match the throat oh, to the dick. Oh, because you're saying, okay, I yeah. understand. Like it's easier if you here, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna show you. Um like sometimes like this right here is gonna be hard to do, but sometimes is easier like it's, it's, it's gonna it's gonna go down because like your throat is um, built a certain way got or sometimes you. the dick is like a certain shape and so yeah you, got, you gotta curvy uh-huh i mean hopefully not too many curves but yeah like an s yeah i've got a single curve and also a lot of spit lots, lots of spit. spit lots of spit. no that's a really good point mm -hmm. Um, because I think what you're saying is like what we've heard from other people on this subject too. And also my advice that I like to give too is like, be enthusiastic mm -hmm. about sucking the dick. Like, yeah. And if you don't want to do it, say dick. no, thank you. Right. I will also say that, um, I think that another thing that's really helpful is just using your hand. I feel like a lot of girls use a hand just to like keep the dick up instead of like actually moving it with the blow job. True. And that's definitely helpful. Well, and every dick is different. You know, because some people have foreskin, some people don't. Yes. Some people's area is super sensitive here. Um, and so, like, like follow the cues that your host is giving you. I host. like that, too. Go. No, it's really important. You got to, like, know when they, like, make a sound or they vibrate in a yeah. certain way. Or, like, you know you hit a spot. Like, mm -hmm. stay on that spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Attack that fucking spot. Because you're right. They'll, like, they'll do something right. And then they start doing something else. You're like, fuck. Like, I wish you were just doing the fucking I was getting ready to thing. shoot a load down your throat. Yeah. Right. Now, yes. Now you fucking neglect, you neglected the balls, mom. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Don't neglect the balls. Yeah. The balls are there for a reason. Yes. Do you know oh, the difference yeah. between a 68 and a 69? I didn't no. know what a 68 what was. What is a 68? Well, 69 is when you're both going yeah. at it. 68 is when you stop one inch away from the base. I know. I'm not an under, I'm not computing. Like you stopped one dick away from getting your the dick all the way in the mouth. I'm still wait, 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 time, 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 time. So you're saying Oh, that's because you guys don't suck dick. That's why. No, no, no yeah. I haven't it. sucked dick in a long time. Not yet. Uh <laughs> so you're saying, okay. 
Okay, but but 68 sounds like it doesn't really have anything to do with 69. Well, it's the same. Like, but to me, a 69 is like you're all the way in and he's all the way in. Oh, oh so you're saying like both dick, your mouths are in. You're deep, both deep throating. There you go. Yes. To the point where your mouth is on their body. Mm -hmm. Do you Full like dick. do you like to suck dick? Or actually, instead of that, <laughs> how good of a dick sucker are you? Would you I think say? I'm pretty good. You seem like it. I don't, I don't, that sounds yeah. like a weird thing for me no, to say. No, I mean, I have a big mouth. I yes. have full lips. Yes. Um, I'm built big so I can accommodate a lot. Gotcha. <laughs> I feel bad for small women. I'm like, how are you, how are you handling the job? It's hard for you. It's difficult. Unless they have like small dicks like mine, you know? Uh, and you're going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. But yeah, I think that constitutes everything that needs, I, I'm saying for like our side, right? Because we're the ones like getting the blowjobs. No, he gets a blowjob. I get him. Get him or you give him more? He What's does the ratio? Both. The problem here with me is that I have what is commonly referred to as a perfect dick. Oh, uh, okay. Why is that a problem? Well, because just people get so caught up in that that like- They don't want to suck, suck it? it. They suck yeah. it and they don't want you to suck theirs. I mean, it's fine. I work around it. I mean, I'm going to be okay. But um, but I mean, it's just it's just perfect. They just want to look at it and not maybe put their mouths on it. Or sometimes they want to draw it and like they want to think about it for draw later. It. Yeah, because it's just so perfect. What makes it a perfect dick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the shape, the color. The What's um, the shape? Um, it's big um, and it curves up just perfectly. And there's also like, have you ever, well, I've seen more dicks than you probably. Well, not you. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, yeah. Um, like sometimes like a dick is too circumcised and like there's no room for it to move. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this hurts. Like, I think the doctor looked at my dick and cut me just perfectly because there's a little bit oh, of- Oh, there's um, some skin to move it. So, so you don't necessarily need lube. It moves. And um, sometimes people are like, are you want cut? I'm like, nope, that's just some extra. Interesting. Yeah. So you're yeah. a hybrid. He is the hybrid. <laughs> I've never heard you're, it, but I'm adding it to my grinder. It's cool. Hybrid. <laughs> it's, I just, it's funny. <laughs> we got to circumcise, uncircumcise, and hybrid dick yeah. in this room. Yeah. yeah. And okay, it's funny you mentioned grinder because like before he asked the question about how did you meet most men? Yeah. I was thinking to myself, grinder. I was like, you said like drag, but I was like, I bet it's more grinder. Um, no, only because I'm semi-famous. I'm like low-degree yeah. famous. Oh. Um, like Are you on Raya? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I could probably go to Raya if oh, I could. Yeah. Yeah, if somebody would co-sign me yeah. to Raya. Um, but like among the gay people, I know almost every gay man in this town. Oh, like they've all been to my shows. So they, you're over it. Well, and also they don't want to fuck Barbara Seville. Yeah. You got too much of a reputation. Mm -hmm. I understand that because I feel like that's sometimes how I feel too, where I'm like, yo, and I, I tell Jace about this too. I'm like, yo, it's so difficult, I think, for girls to give yeah. me a chance sometimes. Like I'd, I'd DMs, have to try you know? super fucking hard mm -hmm. to show them that I was actually fucking down or they don't trust it. Like I'll be, I'll say, oh, yo, come visit me. They're like, really? Like I'd have to confirm four different times for them to actually believe me that I want them to actually like hang out and do something. And then they still don't show up. And they still right, exactly. And then it's just like, <laughs> all right, am I the fucking asshole or am I doing something wrong? But my I, friends always joke because I have like three friends that I are. I have a ton of friends, of course, but um, I have like three guy friends that um, that don't do drag. Mm -hmm. um, they know I do drag and they love me for drag, but they totally are down with me out of drag. Like like drag has nothing to do with our friendship. Mm -hmm. And they're always surprised that whenever we go out of town that um, I'm 
almost always the first person to land a dude. Yeah. Because um, in Phoenix, nobody wants to fuck with me because everybody knows Barbara. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys forget I'm six foot tall. I'm yep. in good shape. I can host. I'm a top. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, there's yeah. like four of us in Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true. Well, I don't know why I know that. Yeah, yeah why do you know yeah. that? Yo, you already, he, like, it's so true. He knows a lot of this information. We, you know? uh, we, well, we have one gay that I was roommates with for a long time. So I'm familiar with the gay community through him. Mm-hmm. I was um, roommates with a, a through another, him, another right. gay guy as well. Oh, you yeah. got additional gays? Yeah, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, maybe Look we get a guy and a lawyer. No, 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 no. I I was a roommate with him. Oh, it, gotcha. was, it wasn't it wasn't sexual. And it's funny that actually the gay that I was roommates with, he is six foot, but he is also rare. That's what he, he says. It's like yeah, there's not a lot of tall. Yeah, do like, you gay think dudes. you know him? You said you know all of them. <laughs> you might actually. No, I don't think so. It's not like that. Every maybe we should hook him up. Do you, yeah, do you honestly, like that? Do you like being set up? Yeah. No, I don't at all. I feel oh. like I feel like people hate that. No one likes that. Yeah. I I feel like I got, I got set up the other day. Really. Somewhat. What happened? Well, she's not here. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, she's not here. But well, no, well, nothing. Ha- well, I mean, stuff happened. Oh, okay. But like, I didn't. I it, because it was the didn't first time I met say her. Say that he wasn't gonna have sex mm-hmm. until he's dating. But that's you? my point. Oh. Is I didn't have sex. Oh, he just fingered her. Oh. Right. No, I didn't do that. He fingered you. She fingered you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's I the next question? Something. We're moving on. Oh yes, right. Okay. Um, your question for us. Oh shit! I thought you guys had one more question. Nope. So I, I, that was okay. it. So See? I have to ask Sorry. you a question. Do it? Does it need to be sexual? No, it could no, be whatever you want. It could be okay. Anything. It literally okay. doesn't have to be. It could be like what's fair color. It could be like you know what's the size of your shoe. It could be. You Don't know, keep asking. Why do you like? You steal his question. Why do you like? Uh, I don't know. Sunshine over rain. Why do you fucking? I like rain over sunshine. Could you date someone who um, had? vastly different political views we'll start with you i i would say vastly different vastly like i don't know what your position is but let's say that you are um pro-immigration mm. and the girl of your dreams is build the wall <laughs> where are you i think that i think it would be very it would be difficult I am a person, though, who likes to surround myself with people who have opposite political points of views than I do just because it helps challenge mine mm-hmm. and helps me get better at determining what mine are. Okay, one strong, strong situation. Let's go build the wall. I think that it would be, yeah, I, I think that I would have a problem like dating somebody like that just because I think that there's underlying, unless they're willing to change, but if they're, if they're so dead set on that i'm just i'm I'm, are you willing to change on on that on the that's whatever topic it is that you are hard on well again i i would be i'm open to hearing other people's opinions that and challenge my opinions but he's lawyering yeah 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 he does this a lot very neutral doesn't want to take a stance (laughs) he's lawyering yeah no but i do believe you by the way yeah no i think that what it comes down to in my ideal partner is someone who is open like me to all these ideas. Right. Mm-hmm. And doesn't take a hard stance on really anything. And it's because they're able to be flexible in the moment and maybe get their minds changed. If that, if something is brought to them or new information is found out. And if somebody has a hard political stance in, 
is so heavily guarded with that movable. Yeah. Then I, it, it's just not attractive to me at the end of the day. So I probably wouldn't. And I actually it. believe you yeah. with that because I mean, not that I will be issuing a ruling, but um, I believe that because yeah. what I said before is you, you do seem curious. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you, you, you're like, Hey, I want to see what the world has to offer. And yes. I want to hear other things. So you, that is J to a T yeah. by the way. Um, I don't really have strong political views. So, I don't really care, to be honest. I think it would only be a problem with uh, similar to Jay, which is like, you know, if you're just like going to a bunch of rallies for something, I'd be like, I don't, I'm going to stay home. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm not going to go to a fucking rally or do anything crazy. You wouldn't like rally that. for anything? No. No, except I, except if they were going to ban TikTok, he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If they were going to take my job, then I would, you know, of course be upset. I feel like I, I'm just one of those people that I just, when it comes to politics, I'm like, just put whoever up there. I'll deal with it. But that's not how the world works. It's not how the world works. Um, but the, but there's I know nothing other... that you, like, you wouldn't rally. Um, and I'm, I'm, I, not, I would do I'm like not a, saying. I would do like a breast cancer walk. You know what okay. I mean? Like, I'm not saying any of these things are good or bad. I'm just saying um, gun control, the right to vote, women's rights. Um, um, I think, okay. He's very not political. in. I yeah, get yeah, non-confrontational, yeah. but. Like you wouldn't go to a, a rally for, um, do you have sisters? I have one brother. Okay. Um, no, not yeah, No sisters, but I do have like, I got raised by like a single mother. So like, uh, and a very heavily female oriented family. Like all of the, most of the women in my family are actually the breadwinners in their relationships. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of them. So it's very like, you know what I'm saying? Do you know how bad that is about those men since women get like what? 60 cents on the dollar. That's yeah. That's how big of losers they, go, they are. They go ham. I, I will. I don't <laughs> totally you know, kidding. No. Relatives. I, I feel like I know what you're saying you're like, is there anything that would like, you know, drive me to go outside with a fucking, uh, a sign in a, in a fucking mm -hmm. whatever. To be honest, I just never experienced anything in my life that has affected me that mm -hmm. deeply. And I feel like that's what it is. Is like, you know, if a friend wanted me to go, I would do it like for you as my boy. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? If you were just like, yo, I need you to come to this because like I really want you to, mm -hmm. I'd probably be like, okay, fuck it. Maybe I will. But more than likely, I'd rather be talking or discussing or working on something else. When it comes to like issues like that, like where there's two sides arguing, I'm just like, you guys argue, I'm going to go play Xbox. You know what I mean? Like I, like you guys go handle the fighting. I'm just going to like chill on the side. I think yeah. honestly uh, unpacking that too. My, my family is very at each other, little things, judgments, whatever. I'm just like, I don't judge everybody. Everybody should be, just be happy. I'm good with anything. You know what I mean? I'm kind of just more like go with the flow. I'm going to do my own thing, be in my own lane. Anyways, but let's move on with that. You guys, thank you for having yes. me. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Thank you. Plug whatever you, yeah. you have. Tell them about your soul. I'm Instagram. all over the place. Find me on Instagram, Barbara Seville. Follow me on Twitter, the Barbara one But I always tell people, if you really want to hear from me, message me on Venmo. Because <laughs> I mess answer those messages <laughs> yeah. first. Right. The Ooh. Barbara on Venmo. Um, but yeah, I'm all over the place. I'm doing the most. Um I host Drag Brunch at The Hot Chick on Sundays and Copper Blues on Saturdays, um, just all over. Um, the Arizona's number one drag queen. Yes. Thank you, Thank so, you much. so much. Thank, Thank you, you so My much. My pleasure. Thanks, you guys. Yes. That's that was a very good great, podcast. Great, great. Uh, it was long. Yes. Yeah. Will people listen to a three-hour, two-hour podcast? Yeah. They do. I mean, we used we'll, to we'll do three hours. Yeah, we used to do three hours. Yeah. We go crazy. 